I mean, with all of the speaker chaos and Israeli stuff, what what else are we supposed to, you know, focus well, on? Well, that's why I did some diving because I was like, I can't constantly every week talk about why uh, we're wrong as a country, not me specifically. I'm right. Um, yeah, no, no one thought you were talking about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're here for my views, baby. So they keep are. fucking yapping those fat lips. <laughs> oh, fucking keep fucking bringing the views. Darling, I want my gay rights now. Welcome back to the Gay Power Half Hour, the only gay podcast on the internet that's just like Scorpio season because we're determined we are spooky and sexy and always full of poison with your actual Scorpio boy, Casey Lie, and some big old Sag. Hi, Free Palestine, Tony Soto. Wait, 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 wait. Are we officially in Scorpio season? Yeah, girl. Oh. That's why everything is really feeling very hyper focused right now for you all. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? Gets really intense during Scorpio season, hence you know a war, a new war. Yeah, like t- <laughs> talk about talk about emotions flaring. Can I just do a really quick, uh, personal, selfish, conceited moment, real quick? Oh, like one of how many? Let's start. I'd like to give start. a shout out to my new face lady, Grace, because uh, she has really hooked it up. My neck has never looked so young. Uh, <laughs> and also, I had this thing on my face right here, uh, like a like a fatty deposit thing that came up out of nowhere for years. And like she, took, most... she got rid of it. She burned it off at no extra charge. And I'm just going to say, I'm living for how I look. That's all. That's all. Oh. Sometimes you got to live for how you look. When you're a broke bitch trying to make it in a city that wants your money every time you exit your apartment yeah you got it you got to give yourselves props when you can and i will say nothing like a sagittarius to make the beginning of scorpio season all about them and their face but that is why the planets are very accurate and they tell us that if you're going to do a podcast with a sagittarius they're gonna make it mostly about them and have really revolutionary politics as well I would like you to know that that was a veiled insult that I let him get out because I am a new Tony and he could say whatever he wants. Can I ask I you? think that I was being very um, generous in my response to you and saying that it's not your fault you're fucking uh, <laughs> <laughs> the way you are. It's the planets. And so I don't uh, blame you. Well, I'm glad it's the planets this, this week and not my parents. You know what I mean? Uh, could I ask you how your fucking weekend was? Because you were out of town. You were out of town doing comedy. I was. It was great. It was always good to be on the road. I need to do more of it. Um, yeah, you being... <laughs> Agreed. Although I will say, you know, I got um, kicked in the face um, by a child when I was wearing my glasses. So that cut here. I was hanging out at another friend's place um, with a very a new rambunctious large puppy and it sliced 
my uh, stomach and my arm. And then I went to the beach and um, the tide was so high, waves uh, uh, knocked me into a wall of rocks and my leg is all cut up. And people say San Francisco is getting very dangerous. And I didn't realize they were talking about the kids, the dogs and the water. I thought they meant, um, you know, just the streets, but um, I'm bloodied. But other than that, having a great time, had a great, wonderful time. Do you have a secret, like a secret abusive boyfriend in San Francisco? Like, are you just no. getting there and like getting, is, is he, is he throwing bows? Does he's he the, to throw bows? He's the physically abusive. I like <laughs> to have a pair of one is I have an emotionally abusive best friend. And then I have a physically <laughs> abusive secret boyfriend who loves me. I swear. And he thinks that I'm because I'm Italian. I fuck like a non-white, you know, uh, <laughs> I love him. But you are Blanche. I love him. Um, well, I'm glad that you're back. I'm glad that you're back in good old Los Angeles. I'm glad good time making jokes and making funny. Uh, Yeah. Got some new videos. I love it. You know, I gotta go on the road. That's fine. I like that. That's a thing now with the comedy things. Like I like that they're making more videos for people. Well, I'm making those. Oh, what does that mean? Are you, wait, does that mean, are you like, are you like, uh, I'm recording um, them on my phone. Do you go with a tripod? I come with a tripod now. I'm tripod king. I mean, I saw I was I was at Drug on stage uh, a couple weeks ago and uh Sharon Houston came in with a tripod. And I was like, get it on there, get it you on tape. You gotta get it on that gram. That wait, 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 wait. You just did drunk on stage. Did you bring your tripod in? I didn't. There were I know enough about that show to not uh not even attempt to lug the tripod in because sometimes it's great sometimes sometimes it, it is less than there were five people in the audience it was still fun i was working out some new stuff shout out it's been going on for 17 years that is yeah, a, that a is a show, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. A, so the fact that they still have anyone coming nothing lasts 17 years i mean but look everyone likes anymore everyone likes a uh an open mic sitch everyone likes a, i mean it's a book show but it's an open mic vibe because like that's they they encourage you to go there and and try shit out which you know is the reason for the success and you get like fun drop-ins from now and again i always tell people to do drunk go to drunk on stage i mean um if i was still drinking after 7 p.m i'd go uh, you what time is your fasting start 7 p.m oh you cut it all off at 7 p.m yeah so i stop yeah i stop no nothing but water uh after seven and then i pick it all back up at 10 10 a.m mm-hmm. yeah. got it yeah, and I'm four weeks in and I love it. Um, You're just it, drunk a lot during the day. I honestly, Casey, I'm telling you, I wish, I love my friends, I do. I love y'all. You're all great. I love you. And you know who I'm talking to? The ones that I talk to. But y'all like to do late shit. That's the thing. It's like like when, when the talk is, um, oh, I'm going to the gym at 9 p.m. And then, oh, I'm going to go to the fucking bar after that. I'm like, for what? um so well she's on a very like um spanish schedule where she stays out until six in the morning <laughs> she didn't have a job for a little while longer so she stays out till six in the morning well i wasn't being specific play. i was you were you were and i was i know the audience was. Like, no, they think i'm generalizing uh, and i love her spanish lifestyle but yeah you know so I, mean? I i i don't know i don't know um anyway let's get to the show shall we love it um because uh Yesterday, five and a half hours of my day was just sucked up, Casey. It was sucked up by by the new Britney Spears book. I told you. I told you I was going to buy it. I told you. I bought it. 
I bought the audio version narrated by Michelle Williams, um, the white one. Uh, why, had, why, why, why didn't Brit, why every other book, you know, I just bought Julia Fox's book. She's, she's narrating that one. Oh, why is Brittany not narrating? See, because Brittany's smart. I, I wouldn't want to, I, I, I think that like she, so Brittany does like the, 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 uh, like the beginning, the prologue or whatever. Okay. Like she'll, she, she does like a little note and she explains it. She's like, look, um, this was, a, it took a lot out of me to write. She's like, uh, let me let. A, a fabulous actress uh do the book this is no shade on britney it is shade on the state of louisiana's education system do you think she can read every word <laughs> honestly look i'm not i i, I don't know <laughs> you know she says she wrote it um if she had help writing it it does not matter to me yeah. i feel like it was look i have not ever been a britney fan you know what i mean okay. she's, she's not my diva i always say this i've gotten in a lot of trouble pre uh pre uh documentaries and whatnot about things i said about britney mm -hmm. and her 2007 misfortune but when you put it all in this perspective and you're like oh my god she had two kids within two years uh uh then her fucking stupid loser husband was playing fucking keep away with the kids and yeah. she had fucking her dad drunk loser needing money i'm like a lot of fucking factors went into it and the thing is it's like you know i know you and i've talked about it and you know you said you know is she really is she really fixed you know because she's doing some weird shit and you know she explains it all in the book she's like listen i got weird all right and she's like yeah. try, and she's like i'm trying to get fixed and she's getting fixed and quite frankly um i'm going back and i'm listening to her music now which i'm still like you know it's fine but like I respect her more, especially now that you know I've heard from her. Yeah, I love I I'm I actually listened to an interview with the 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 woman who wrote a new Madonna biography that just came out. Um, and she was just talking about the difference between like Madonna really started to re Madonna relinquished her like reign as the number one female pop star in the world when Britney and Christina came around and they were, you know, more um, packaged by the, the recording studios. And as a result of that, like, like Madonna, she, the, the point was like the authenticity of Madonna. And then like one reason she probably was allowed to not go crazy is because kind of she was given free range to do whatever she wanted. Whereas Britney was packaged in a way and not allowed to do anything that she wanted, you know, and that, that probably broke her brain faster than it did. Well, Madonna's. also, you know, let, let's not lose sight of the fact that, uh, Britney started to deliver her family out of poverty. Like she was a cash cow from the beginning. She was a, yeah. a talent and, and producers saw that. So her career went in the direction that it went, but make no mistake. Like she, uh, she was, she was a, she was a, a, a commodity that was needed at the time and you know what? I'm hoping because she goes on, she goes in on everybody. And I'm telling you, I hope she goes 
full Israel on her family. I hope that she builds even grander mansions on top of all of their mansions. And then she shoots rubber bullets at Jamie Lynn every time she goes out and takes out the garbage, because that's the only way I will ever support an occupation because Brittany deserves it. Those Do they all live together? No, but Brit, but they live in a. I don't know. I, well, no, no, no. But but they all live in a house that fucking uh, Britney built. Okay, that's true. Maybe that's not true. Jamie Lynn. I don't know. She had that little Nickelodeon show before she got teen pregnant. I don't think she would have been a big star. I don't think she would. She come wasn't on Dancing with the Stars. She lost. She's not. She's not the talented sister. No, she might have. She might have her head a little screwed on a, ba- a tad straighter, but she's not. That's not. I'm not. I'm not Brittany says she was a spoiled spirit. bitch. I'm Brittany's sure she like, was. Yeah, she's like. She's like. You could tell. She's like. I. I grew up poor. She's like. I fucking. I respected my fucking family. That little rich bitch. She, and I was like, applaud. Anyway, so should I? Should have you? Are you reading the Megan Fox book? Not Megan or- Fox. Julia Fox um and i know i'm actually i i bought i wanted to listen to this one because um i like her i've i've come i've really come around to think that she's pretty super i don't know her so yeah and we people know her for for bad for reasons that are um you know she was kanye's girlfriend after kim and she's just got judge she was in she was in a couple of movies but she's like kind of a badass who made her own life and created her own story and came from real fucked up situations and um turned them into good so that's a wonderful story that we can all get behind you know well you know this is this is gphh fall book club so we just <laughs> yeah <laughs> madonna <laughs> julia fox and britney read them or listen well, i to will them. do i will read the madonna one and madonna got a good shout out and Britney's book because she was like honestly when I was at my lowest and when I was a complete prisoner and I couldn't see anyone she's like um uh Madonna came and visited me oh wow and she's like and she's like and I was reminded of power you know when Madonna came in and visited I I think we need to give Madonna a goddamn fucking break and let her just fucking she is such an empowering fucking person and has been yeah she's a kooky old a cold kooky lady right now with a weird face but so are a lot of you are gonna be in Mm. the next 20 years okay so fucking give her a break none of this would be none nothing good that you like from entertainment would be happening without Madonna. I'm just, just, yeah. you know, I mean, Tommy old. Look, I love her through her good days and her bad days. I I, I own uh, Truth or Dare and I fucking watch Seriously. the documentary when they all suit her. So yeah. I am here for her. She has had, she has made her mistakes, of course, but she is truly an icon and she has done it how she's wanted to do it. Anyway, what is it with all these rock stars parading their daughters out to come and dance now, too? Because apparently Madonna's uh, bringing out one of her daughters uh, on her tour now we and pulling a, pulling, a, pulling a Blue Ivy. You know, I mean, th- what else are their careers going to be? You know, they got to put them out, put them out there on stage you know it's like, just it's dance just, liza yeah, dance hard it's dance i wish liza. i always wish i came from better stock you know what i mean <laughs> and by better stock i mean uh, uh rich because like overall i think i'm I, i'm not sick a lot you know i think i look pretty good i think i'm from good stock but you know just bad financial planners you know just really dumb people when it comes to math 
But look at your neck. It's the best it's ever looked. The youngest. I mean, clock a line. Clock a line. You can't. Oh, it's so good. Um, speaking of my family, uh, I'm going to be going back to Clinton here in a, in a week uh, or so. And, uh, you know, flying has been in the news a lot lately, Casey. Yeah, sure has. I like not, it when it's not in the news. It really yeah, takes your mind off of uh, the bad things that can happen. On to you, it's to you. You know, it's I like it's, <laughs> you know, it's so it's so easy to see a war thousands of miles away, but you know, when shit's happening in, in your friendly skies, you start to question. I don't think flying is as bougie as it once was. You know, once no you one lost does. that extra leg room, and once they stopped giving you a hot meal, it was like, why am I doing this? Um, and I, you know, I've had some old people remind me that back in my day, we used to wear ties when we flew, you know, so it used to be, but now it's shitty and scary. Well, also back in your day when you were wearing ties Not on much. flights, no, back in the, the general your day when you were wearing ties on flights, that's also when Trump and other people like Trump were on flights, just grabbing the shit out of the tushes of the stewardesses walking by giving them Glenn Livitz and fucking sucking the dick in the back because they were expected to. So let's not say it was better for everyone back then. Yeah, you know, America. Yeah. Friendly but then, <laughs> I digress. So with all like the turbulence stories about like massive turbulence happening where people are ejected from their seats and they slam their heads up and the, wear your seatbelts. Oh, do you wear your seatbelt, Casey Lye? Um, I am a newly less terrified flyer. And as a result, I still have the vestiges of my old scared self. So of course I wear my fucking seatbelt on the fucking flight. Like the I'm whole a fucking flight. idiot. You, it, it's so, you know, I have the luxury as you call me often a tiny, being a tiny person. And so it does help on a flight, um, even though I'm not as small as you think, because the seatbelts, you can expand them pretty darn large. So like, they're not, they're not that restrictive to me. So yeah, I keep it on and I don't, cause I don't want to fucking fall out of flight. Also turbulence is caused by like weather and all that shit. Of course, turbulence is getting bad because the weather's getting scary. So of course, turbulence is going to be awful. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Fucking see listen, that, that all has to do with the climate change is what they're saying. And listen, quit trying to act like five, seven is tall. You know, I'm I, five, eight and three I, quarters. I and never want... once did I say tall, but I also feel like, I don't know if tiny is the word that I would use. Not that it upsets me. You can say whatever you want. It rolls off my back. It's a short back, so it takes. It goes very quick. <laughs> so we got the we got the fucking turbulence, and then we got the almost the close calls because no one's talking to anybody anymore. Everyone, no Republicans and Democrats alike. We just don't want to listen or talk. And so there's all these close calls, and then recently, just literally a couple days ago, a pilot who was not flying the plane, who was just hanging out in the cockpit with all the other pilots, explain that to me, tried to shut the fucking engines off and kill 83 people in the air. Because he was on mushrooms, allegedly. He also hadn't slept for 40 days. I don't know, a lot of information is coming out, which makes me believe that maybe you shouldn't let pilots, who I imagine are much like my, um, like I have friends who are like emergency room doctors, like people who leave, who leave like, who lead a, a, pub, a professional lives with like a lot of intensity when they're not working, they're fucking crazy people. So they maybe don't let it, they gotta mm -hmm. catch up. So don't let a pilot into the cockpit 
when he's high on mushrooms and hasn't slept for 40 days. I think it's an easy fix. Well, he said mushrooms a couple, he said he had taken mushrooms. This is what makes me mad. He said he had taken mushrooms a couple days before the flight. Well, then, bitch, you fine. Like, how many were you eating? Like, truthfully, let's be real. If it's one of these fucking foo-foo chocolate things, and I don't want to discredit those because I've gotten really fucked up Love on those little mushroom chocolates. But what I'm saying is, like, there's no way you took mushrooms and all of a sudden now you're going to fucking try to crash a plane. That's silly. And it's not sleeping for fucking 40 hours or whatever. That's crystal meth. Like, uh, yeah, I think he. I think he's blaming <laughs> it on mushrooms when he was probably. You're right. He was probably doing meth. He was doing something laced with something because mushrooms. I mean, I like if you have a bad trip, like you can do something real fucking crazy. I understand that, but not 40 hours after he had he had meth come down. Um, uh, you know, we had a lot of regulations changed uh, after terrorists uh, on 9-11 stormed the cockpits. We made them locked. Then they had, uh, you know, various. There was that German wings guy who f- who drove the plane into a side of a building because he was sad. Remember that? That was like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and so like they, the, the, the industry got together. They had certain new regulations as well. Like you couldn't just have one guy and whatever. So maybe then make a new reg- regulation where you don't let. New, don't bring you don't your homies. Off, dude, don't bring your homies in. You know, because we're already concerned that you guys are awake while you're flying the fucking planes, you know, so like don't bring don't bring, you know, a guy. Maybe if he's got coke to keep you up. They sleep. They sleep. It's autopilot. Like, that's the thing. Like, there's no there's no fucking real science. They sleep. But anyway, I would like to ask you a follow up. Um, What crazy things do you think that one does on a bad trip? Or could do on a bad trip. Try to kill 80 people by f- flying a f- flight no. into the ground. Mm-mm. Like, are you talking like reefer madness type shit? Like, do you think that that can happen? No, 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 no. On bad trips, so like, I like when I, you know, like on bad trips, you can have really dark thoughts. I'm not a firm believer in a bad trip. I don't think that they exist. I think no, you can, you're wrong. I think that you can have questionable moments during. Uh, listen, if you're doing it right, a trip is six hours. All right. If you're doing it right. A trip is six hours. A lot can happen in six hours. Not all of it's going to be good. But if you have like one bad moment and a haul is six hours and you let it run your whole six hours, then bitch, you should be doing drugs. You're I mean, no fun. You're yeah. not a good time. And there are people who are like that. I'm not, and I don't think we should instead. My first, my first acid trip, I got, I was too, I was young and not as young as you. We all know you were, you know, doing coke at, at, at eight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I in my in my teens, spoons, bitch. Um, took acid and I was not I had not uh, uh, reconciled myself with my homosexuality. And ultimately, you're right. It was a good trip. But I did think about killing myself. I, t- I put a lot into I, I, I had this conversation, which isn't a good trip when you'd want to think about killing yourself. Well, I don't know that that had anything to do with the uh, the, the the substance, but <laughs> it pulled um, it, it it exacerbated the problem. I tell everyone, all these people, I, I especially have this argument with people who are like, oh, I can't smoke weed. It makes me it just does me so wrong and so weird. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're a product of the dare community. You're a product of that drugs are bad you could od the one fix could kill you fucking frame of mind that we have been fed our entire lives and so if you're already an anxious person who's just trying so hard to be cool you're already not set for shit like that because you're immediately going to go back to what you learned in school that's why it's like it's like 
I tell everyone that you gotta, you gotta, you gotta like forget everything you learned in grade school about drugs first. That way you can actually have fun with drugs and not the addictive stuff. You know, the, yeah, it should be dare to keep anxious losers off drugs. Oh, please do not ruin the party for everyone else because <laughs> you have fucking weird feelings inside. Like, come on, honey. Like, like I, I, I want you to experience. And listen, we've hallucinated together. You're fine. I'm but, fine now. I'm oh, not. Yeah, no, I don't want good. a narrative to to come I out that I'm a creepy, creepy weirdo. I'm I, actually great. Not, but I bet you were as a child. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> Be be brave like Tony. Uh, <laughs> do drugs. Just be brave like can. me. Be brave. Do drugs. Um, I, I listen. The only time I've ever feared for my life on drugs was from cocaine, because I thought my heart was going to explode, and heroin because I thought that I wasn't going to wake up the next day. So, well, I think we can we can say don't do coke, don't do heroin. I yeah. think that's a good comment. Yeah. No, I'm I I'm a I'm a firm believer in and don't do anything that you can get addicted to because that's ugly. And at my age, you don't want to become an addicted person because it's ugly when you're old and addicted. Yeah. I still got some time left to to figure out figure out my addictions. No. <laughs> They're still cute. They're still cute. <laughs> For another three weeks. <laughs> I mean, listen, this, <laughs> if you've ever seen a really sloshy on white wine, you're kind of like, pour a water. Um, <laughs> it looks like, put it in a wine glass, you won't know the difference. Um, so, well, we we have like four minutes left. Wow, we didn't get into anything. And we really didn't get into much. Um, so how do you want to end the show? Because we have, we have, uh, I think we should give him the speaker. I mean, we should talk about that. For okay, a yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna um, we'll talk about the fact that um, as of today, as of recording today, uh, which is October twenty fifth, and if you're listening to us on the twenty sixth, then yesterday, we have a speaker of the house. Uh, uh, what's his name? Mike Johnson. I think Johnson is long for penis. Mike. So, <laughs> Mike Michael Penis. Michael Penis from yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. Um, of the salty state of Louisiana um, is now our Speaker of the House, and he got 220 votes. So he so so it looks to me that the Republican Party is trying to uh, look unified after so long of not being unified. Yeah, <laughs> they, they had to do something. Do you think they gave a talking to to the to the eight? I think this person is. I, I think the eight accepted this person because he's an election denier. I mean, and I think Trump so, likes him. Yeah, so I, I think um, it all depends, you know. And and up as far as we know, he his people haven't threatened to kill any of the wives or any of the members of Congress like Jim Jordan did. And I understand why that was a deal breaker for people on the Republican side. Um, uh, I don't know anything about him. And I think that's probably a boon for a lot of people not knowing that much about him because he can probably get be terrible and it's not going to cause an outrage right now because we don't know how terrible that he is. Um, and or I mean, I'm interested in the 20 people who said they wouldn't vote for Jordan because of him or at least the eight people or six people who have concerns about election denialism, because hopefully the, maybe they got some assurances. Also, you know, making the government run. I, I just don't I don't I don't know. I think at least 
now that things can get done. It's better than the house being completely shut down. But well, also- how many weeks are we away from the next government shutdown? So, I mean, the thing is, is like right. whoever the fuck this Mike Johnson is, he's going to be thrown to the wolves almost immediately. I mean, yeah. Biden wants billions of dollars in Ukraine and um, and funding uh, the occupation in Israel. They fucking he and um, what else is he asking for money for? I think there was a third thing that he wanted money for, but I can't. Border remember. control, which Border is control. yeah, which so, we'll see if they vote for that, which they're always wanting. Yeah, they always want it when they when at their at, you know on their terms. But um, yeah. so you know the thing is, it, it's we're going to see if this is going to be a functional moment. Do you think that they remove the one vote out thing? Can they remove that? Is that or is that they, they could have voted on it? I I mean I I feel like it would have leaked if if they were trying to. I think that was like important to the fucking you know the the uh, hee haw club. So we'll we'll see. I we don't. I mean we don't know. Also, this was all unfolding as you and I were starting to prep for the show. Yeah. So we don't know all the details at this point. Yeah, but yeah. it is, does appear. I think it's you know optically they had to elect someone now because they had that. I mean, yesterday there was a whole another person. They were like, now he's going to be our new guy, and he didn't even get a vote. He quit, didn't he? Did he drop out? Yeah, he dropped out. He didn't get a vote because he knew he wasn't going to have another debacle like Jordan. You know, I am happy through all this that the person who got humiliated most, the people who got humiliated most are Kevin McCarthy and Jim Jordan, because they're two giant pieces of shit who for the last 10, 15 years have been fucking doing nothing except running the government into the ground and ruining it and helping to ruin this country. So it's nice to have them fucking smeared. If that's what we get out of this, you know, before the world ends, at least Jim Jordan and Kevin McCarthy got their fucking face rubbed into some shit. And on that note, that's just a strong way to end the show. Casey, why don't you tell people what you are up to these days? Um, uh, You can see me uh, at Chatterbox, literally one of the best shows in the country. Um, it's in Covina, a little bit of travel, tra- a little bit of travel for you, LA, but it's uh, well worth it. So come on out to that this Sunday um the 29th yeah i can't go to box stars which i wanted to do i want to do box stars i want to show everyone my lips oh shit oh we got to do it i know i was gonna say it do it do it um uh welcome back to our segment of who gets a shout out you 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 who gets a shout out you 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 who gets a shout out this week it's two 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 that's right it's two shout outs today um first on you know always we love a good uh comment on our itunes page so please do that uh it helps get our visibility up the first one says casey i should read it like this casey has sexy lips that's my sexy voice and i just love tony's views and that is from grossif one you know what i'll take it i'll take Casey loves objectification, and I like to know that my views are better heard. Yeah, I've got the best vessel. You have the best words. I guess that's fine. I will say this, though. I feel like we have heard from Grossif before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I also feel like we've heard from this last this this uh, last one, too. Uh, uh, True Seattle, I believe it was. Um, I did not type it down. But anyway, it says, discovered this podcast during COVID. And since, listen, every episode, this podcast has great hosts who discuss facts and current events and wrap those facts with sarcasm and humor. Perfect. And that is true. 
I, uh, I will say this though, Tony, if you're going to do a shout out segment, you have to write down the person's name. I know, <laughs> so I forgot to do it. I believe it's true Seattle. I'm always positive about that. <laughs> well, God damn it. Listen, I can't, I do everything. I do everything. You, do everything. Uh, you don't write down the names. Um, <laughs> ah, um, y'all, if you want to see what I'm doing, uh, actually, you know, let's have a little rivalry here. I'm also doing something on the 29th. Come out to Box Stars at Precinct, downtown LA. It's a go-go person competition where I give the sexiest person $300 cash prize. So uh, that'll be fun. Um, also, if you just want to see what I'm doing, it's Tony Soto, uh, the Tony Soto Show. Um, Jesus Christ. It is Tony Soto Productions on Instagram. That's all the work stuff. And then Tony Soto Productions uh, or the Tony Soto show on Instagram and TikTok. Fucking fuck me. Guys, oh, look. <laughs> All right, guys. Good night. Bye. Messy end of the show. Oh, God. That was tough. <laughs> that was tough. <laughs>